Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone. Happy Tuesday and welcome to Spill the Tea, where myself and our Director of Operations, Anna Blachuda, joins me week to week, where we break down each week to week. Welcome, Anna. Hi, How's it going? Good, 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 good. And I do want to announce we have a special guest this week, Angie Blom. If you have not had an opportunity, of course, you're going to hear from her, but head over, read over her bio, everything that she has to share. Um, we're going to break it down here with you as well, but just to get a little bit of an insider, you know, edge on the conversation, I highly suggest you check out her bio. Um, how are you? Welcome. Great, great. I mean, this is a new forum for our weight loss group. So welcome to this new forum. It's gorgeous. It's very exciting. Um, doing great. I'm in my favorite week, you know, week nine. Yes, is it? Was it? Is it? Is yeah. it actually my favorite week? Yes, it is. So feeding the metabolism was my week where everything started moving. So it was my favorite yes. only for that reason. But really, the true favorite is the adding the nut butter to my fruit, as I know you know. Um, but it's great. It's a great week. It's I'm excited. The group's excited. I feel like things are happening. It's all very exciting that we're coming off the food plan. Yes. It is just it's a great start. Okay, so how is everyone? How is everybody else feeling about it? You mentioned the nut. Should we go right in and talk about nut butter? How you, how you know, people tend to like give an inch, take a mile. Everyone's excited to add that nut butter with their fruit. Next thing you know, everyone's having nut butter. You know, not fruit with the nut butter, not the other way around. Did you have an issue with nut butter? Because I know people tend to have that issue. Yeah, I definitely had an issue with nut butter. I had a real issue with nut butter it, to the point that when I was a member and I wasn't working here, I asked you on a live and I was like, hey, Gina, um, how do you like I have nut butter with breakfast. I have nut butter with uh, morning snack. I have nut butter with lunch. I sometimes have it with dinner and then I add it with my veg snack. Do you think I'm having too much nut butter? And you were like, if you think you're having too much nut butter, you're definitely having too much nut butter. And I was like, OK, Gina. One point on the big board for you. I agree. I, you know, I think that it's a slippery slope. You know, we've, we've, you know, really um, have this whole issue with fat, adding fat to our diets when we have this diet mentality, right? Like nuts are the enemy. You know, Francine talked about this, you know, avocados are the enemy. You're not allowed to have these things. So having this, this, protein and fat revamp week, it's actually really, really exciting because it's like, it's, it not only is doing the whole like satiety hormones playing into your satiety hormones. It's also kind of going into your head a little bit and working with those issues and associations if you have them as well. So I, I think it's awesome. I think it's great at it, but definitely when you if you if you think you're having too much, you definitely are. Yeah, right. You're learning, girl. You learned that was probably that was probably my response to you when you asked me this. And I'm just like, look at, like, I love the fact that people were so nervous to have nuts in the beginning because they were so nervous about you know woohoo fat and all that. And I love that they're comfortable with it and they want to add it in. And now is definitely the time to to add that in. Um, it does make it really convenient for you to get that protein and fat. But at the end of the day, if you're thinking that you're having too much nut butter, like if you're grabbing the spoon and, and it's a slippery slope from having a little bit on your apple slices to like next thing you know, you're dipping in and that's your snack is like four scoops of nut butter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And okay. it becomes totally nut butter like snack. It's not fruit snack anymore. Hands up. Hands up if you're having too much nut butter. Okay, what else? Um, You know, you know, I can't stand when people call it keto, right? And, um, you know, if your takeaway with this week's tweak is this is keto, it's not keto. I mean, I don't think you can take any one week and look at it and be like, you know, this is this, this is that. It's really how it all works in combination. So off the heels, feeding the metabolism, splitting up your meals and snacks, making the body work harder, getting in tune, especially when people are separating the proteins from those carbs, really, truly understanding the difference and how it just hits a little different. Protein and fat makes you feel 
uh, more satisfied, like carbs give you good energy, like fruits and veggies, they give you good energy, but protein and fat gives you a different kind of sustaining energy and it can, it can hit a little different. Are you noticing this week that people are noticing the difference with that? Cause this is the one week where people start saying, you know, I feel a little heavy. I'm starting to notice. I feel a little bit more bogged down. You know, people oh, are yeah. definitely noticing the difference between, you know, the higher protein as opposed to just sort of, you know, um, the regular food plan. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, that's actually one of my, my tips that I wrote down here is that like, e even just in my own individual experience, when I was doing feeding the metabolism, I felt, found myself super hungry all the time. Yeah. I was like okay. really feeding into that metabolism, right? Like yeah. I was on that camp versus the camp that kind of, you know, isn't hungry and is kind of taking token amounts. So then when I went into uh, fat, you know, into this, into this um, week, I really noticed the difference. So I think that yeah. this is really the time to, again, think about those mindfulness questions because you could feel mm. totally different. Changing hunger levels is real. When it yeah. comes yeah. to that, like playing into that satiety hormones, having that protein um, as the star of the show at lunchtime, adding that nut butter in with your fruit snack, you know, that's definitely going to keep you, you know, not full, but like satisfied for a longer satisfied. period of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really important to really understand your hunger levels. Ask those four questions. It's super, super important. So yeah, I think that, you know, what, what, what week nine and 10 bring, I think that we were all very comfortable with our food plan, our basic food plan formula. You know what I mean? We, we, we knew what we were doing. I think that people get a bit thrown off with week nine a little bit just because there's so many more choices and they're yes. like okay now i know i did um you know you have like what you're used to and then now you've got so much more option but for me it was never like and i think that that's the thing everyone's like am i having this oh now i can add this and should i add this in like yes. you know and and my advice to that is really like keep it simple keep you know for me it was never it was never a thing like i you know, if you really love protein shakes, I mean, you've put them on hold for this long. At this point, you can add them back in. Go ahead and add them back in if that's what you prefer. But for me, I never was a big protein shake person. So I didn't feel like I needed to add them in. I, you know, I was happy taking my two afternoon snacks and combining them versus yes, going yes, and grabbing yes, a yogurt or whatever. Yes, you know what yes. I mean? Or, or whatever the other options are. Like, uh -huh. I just really just try to keep it simple and really you're just looking at lunch and dinner as just the reverse star of the show like i think that there's a lot of kind of things that we say in the guidelines because we really do want people to open up their kind of repertoire when it comes to food and how they're eating it but at the same time if that kind of worries you step back and just kind of keep it simple oh such a good point just because you have more flexibility doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go switching things up because i in my check-in notes it's all about you know people checking their breakfast like it's the same high protein focused breakfast since the very beginning. So really nothing changes that way. It's just that some people got into the habit of more what they like and they love at this point in the program, you know, especially yeah. with the winter, they tend to have more oatmeals and cereals. And, and then, I mean, those are fine, but you really have to make an effort to like really make sure you're bumping up the protein, but essentially that doesn't change your, your protein breakfast is still the same. And then your morning snack, you can still have fruit, just combine it with a protein and fat and throw some nut butter on your apple slices done simple I and mean, it's great that you can also have yogurt or boiled eggs or you know any of the other options that we listed but just because we listed those and you can doesn't mean that you need to you can just keep it the same and add some protein and fat and then lunch the only difference is that you're switching up protein is now the star of the show instead of the vegetables that's it you combine your two afternoon snacks down to one simple and then for dinner again the opposite you know now your your vegetables are more the star of the show rather than you know, the protein and that's it. So nothing really changes. It's just, it's in those little tweaks and just bumping up the protein and fat slightly is going to get you to notice how you're really feeding into your satiety hormones. And this is something that really is the setup for personalizing the plan. I don't want to talk too much about it because we're, we're still a couple of weeks from it. Um, in terms of also understanding how certain foods break down in your body and how certain foods just make you feel more satisfied than other foods. That's why everyone's talking about protein, 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 protein. You don't need, you know, crazy amounts of protein. And my point about this not being keto is that we're trying to get in tune even more to your 
portions and how certain foods break down in your body. We're not starving and depriving and restricting and robbing your body of nutrients, yes. giving it no choice, but to burn your fat and put your body in ketosis. Like that's not it. That's not it. You know? Okay. So what other issues are people having with this week? I think that it's really just a lot of, you know, we're getting close to the end thoughts, and we have a lot, like, think about it. If I lost 48 pounds and I started losing in week seven, and I really only lost small increments, like we're there, you still have a lot of time, but it is a lot of conversation on that. Right. Because we are getting, we're week nine, next week's week 10, we finished week 12. Like everything's just going really fast for everybody. But like, this is the fun part. This is where yeah. you're really going to notice the changes. You're really, I mean, I'm sure you, you know, at this point you've seen your non-scale victories and all this stuff, but like, this is where it all kind of comes together. And this yeah. is where you should be like super proud of yourself for getting here and, you know, starting to phase off this food plan that you've become so comfortable and accustomed to, you know? Yeah. I think you can feel it like the last couple of weeks, people were like feeling the end of the messy middle. I think they were, we were feeling it. Everyone was feeling it. People were in that kind of, and I think this week we really kind of turned the page. Like we went into this, people are kind of like, you know, back into it, you know, all about it. And then this is sort of the thing where people are calming down with it. And this is kind of like showing up every day. They're in tune. Things are coming together. There's this sense of calm, you know? Um, but I know that there is that. I can't stand doing the lives and people are thanking us already. You know oh. what I mean? Asking us about the next group already. Stressing about what happens in between groups. I'm like, we have a whole month left, you know? Did you feel that crunch? Did you? I, and I get it. I know, like, I totally get it. But did you feel it? The, did you have the calendar? I know we talked about this before. Like, you know, that calendar where you're Xing out how many the days that go by, the amount of weight, you have your goals circled at the bottom and you can see it and you only have now four weeks to lose, you know, 7 million pounds. Like, did you do that? Did you feel that? So I did do that, but I think that it was because of like, I, you know, I knew that it was going to work, but there was still something in me that I was like, I don't know, is this going to work? Is it going to work? Like I had a lot of it and I had a goal and I was really comfortable with it, but there was still something there. Because you had a lot of weight to lose. So once you did start to lose, it's not like you, you, you know, you're still losing. So you had like over a hundred pounds to lose. So even though you lost, you know, you lost a lot in the back end, you still had a lot left to lose. So where was your thought process in terms of like, were you freaking out at this point about next steps? Like, how am I going to maintain it? What am I going to do in between groups? What your thought? What was your thought process? Where were you? I think, I think I was freaking out way more before I was losing at like week seven when I was still not seeing anything on the scale and David was down 50 pounds. Like, yeah. honestly, right? Yeah. That's yeah. where I was freaking out. So once it started moving, I felt like, I couldn't do anything to make it stop. Like I was really, I, like I said, you know, that first round specifically, I really maximized my efforts, especially when that scale started moving. Cause I was like, I've just done so much work. I've done yeah. seven weeks of work and now I'm seeing the benefits. It's not time to be done. It's time to ramp it up. You know what I mean? And this yeah. is, that was always my thought process. I had that calendar up until I started losing. And then I was like, you know what? forget that calendar. I'm going to, I'm going to now, you know, jump in. And I think that that's what it is. I think, you know, it's not, it's not easy. Every day is not easy. I mean, I totally appreciate that, but I think that what we need to do is really concentrate on, on, on what we're doing right now. Like, you know, you don't look in the, in the future, you don't look in the past, like you have to concentrate on right now. Like yeah. if things are moving, if you're having non-scale victories, you know, lean into them, lean into them and keep it going. Don't think about the end of the program because you've made the start in the end. You've made that clear in a million conversations that you've had with everybody, right? Like yeah. Gina, you've made that, you've made the start in the end. You've made it three months. Yeah. This is what it is. But yeah. that doesn't mean that our bodies deal with that timeline. So yeah. what we need to do is instead of worrying about that, this group is going to end, think about that your journey is just starting. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're getting really into it and, and, and your body's reacting and like lean into that and just 
appreciate what your body's doing because of the work you've put in, right? Yeah, I know. Like I know we said it a million times, but our goal around here is to make sure that you're feeling super confident about next steps. Like we, whether you reach your goal or you're bridging the gap in between, or you want to continue your weight loss journey on your own, we're going to make sure that you guys are like feeling super confident about next yes. steps. But Anna, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the holidays. Cause I know you did that. Your first group was the September group. You would have rolled into the holidays. What was that like? Let's talk about it. People want to talk about it. They're, I know they're nervous about it. I know we have a four solid weeks left before we get there, but can we just take a minute and talk about that? Like where, where was your head at? How was that for you? Um, just I was really nervous. You were. Okay. I was super nervous going into the holidays, you know, being off. So I totally appreciate that. Yeah. Um, as much as I was excited about losing, I was like, how am I going to navigate this? You yeah. know, I was, I, I, am not going to lie. I was really nervous. Plus I was a nurse every day. There was spread of like all the Christmas treats of everybody saying thank you and all that yeah. stuff. Right. So it was just, it was a lot and it really did make me anxious. So I can appreciate where people are at. But what really helped me kind of calm myself down was really creating a plan for myself. Yeah. I really mapped out the holidays. We've had this conversation before. Okay. I, I really like, you know, I was like, okay, I have this, 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 you know, to do. Like, you know, this one's a dinner. You know, I could stay on, I, I can stay on track. You know, I feel comfortable with that. You know, maybe that this family, you know, party where like everyone's bringing all the stuff. Maybe I'll, you know, let myself indulge for that. You know, I, I really mapped out my holidays and I just felt like it was the perfect bridge for me, you know? Yeah. And I think that everybody is different, but I remember at the time you were kind of like, you know, there's nothing you can do in the holidays. That's, that's gonna like, you know, gain the weight back. And, and I believed you, don't get me wrong. I believed you, but still because of my own food assist issues and associations, I was, I was, I didn't trust myself at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that that's what the fear is. It's not that you're going to gain all the weight back and that you're so worried that this isn't going to work. You know that it's working. You're just like, do I have the capacity and the, and the, like the motivation to kind of stay on track for the holidays? And, and really the, the, the result, like at the end of the day, you're going to do what you're going to do. And you're right. Nothing that you do on the holidays is going to make you gain the weight back. You're going to come right back on track. You're going to do your thing and, and everything's going to be okay. But to keep my mind at ease so that I didn't go off the rails, I had to create a plan for myself. Okay. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about um, people's comments and reactions? Because at that point you would have lost at this point, you would have started to lose some weight as you're rolling into the holiday season. That's quite a bit of weight. I know you have a, you have a, a whole post coming out about this, but it's at the very end of the program. And I know some people are starting to feel it now. People are saying, don't lose any more weight. Or you're still doing that diet. You're still drinking your water, especially the holiday season, especially after the pandemic, because people are hopefully going out and about they're starting to see family they're starting to see friends you know you you know you talk about not seeing people for a while and all of a sudden you see them and then their reaction is like oh my god look at you so how was that for you I, who was saying this i'm nervous for the holidays and in the in the between time before the next group great tips on planning for yourself it's very helpful for me so wait a sec before i get to anna's question we are doing a bridging the gap group i mean i i talked about it in a live this is how these manifest around here. Uh, we, we, we're, we're doing it. Um, we don't know how, um, but we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to do a bridging the gap group for you guys. So when this group ends, there will be a, a place for you to continue to ask any question that you have. It's not going to be super fancy. We're not going to be popping every day. We're not going to have posts, but we will have a place for you to set intentions, to ask questions, to do some end of day reflection. So that's definitely something that we're going to be doing. We're going to give you all sorts of tips leading up to that. But anyway, back to the back to the question. How did you handle people's responses to your weight loss, especially over the holidays? I had a really hard time with, uh, mm. with people. I think that that's what, you know, that's why I wrote the post, you know, I had a really hard time. It's like, you know, me and David were, were quite overweight, you know, and nobody would ever tell me that I was fat or that I looked a certain way, but they would tell David all the time, you know, they'd be like, look at you. You're so fat. Like, I don't know why people think that they can say that anyways, you know, it's just, yeah. it's terrifying to think that somebody can say that and like not have any conscious issues. You know what I mean? But anyways, it is what it is. Um, so then when we started losing, especially David, where he lost so quick and he yeah. like, you know, 
he's got a he's got a whole story but he lost really really quickly and so when we would go and we would see family and at this point we weren't seeing anybody and then at the holidays we were like okay we'll see our like select couple of people yeah. because your bubble still- your bubble pandemic. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just getting a lot of flack. I was getting a lot. And then David was getting a lot. And it was like, you're losing too much. And at this point, I lost 48 pounds. And honestly, my body didn't even change a massive amount until my second round. So it wasn't even that I was coming like this to that party. You know what I mean? I was going with like, my jeans still fit the same, you know, like my jean shorts still fit fit the same, you know, or like a little bit looser or whatever. So people were already commenting. And I think that that has a lot to do with their own, uh, for sure. It has something to do with their own. Uh, Everything to do with it. Yeah. There's not a question about it, but I mean, it's, it's funny that like people just, you know, they're, they're sitting there going, you're fat, you're this, you look like this, and this is, you should be ashamed and you're going to, you know, you're super unhealthy. But then as soon as you start turning that corner and you're like, I feel great. I've all got all this energy. I feel great. My skin looks good. I don't look gaunt, you know, like I feel really great. I'm still eating the things like no problem. That's when they're like, you know, you really should not lose that much weight, you know? Yeah. Like, or you're just really going to get it back really anyway. You're, yes. All of that, all of that. And it's like the comments about the food I was eating and, oh, she only eats this much. I was like, no, I don't. Like, that's ridiculous. I don't only eat that much. I eat till I'm satisfied. And sometimes it's more than others. Yeah. And it was never this much. I'll tell you that much. Not even during downsizing. You know what I mean? So like, you know, my whole point of that whole post and that conversation that I was having is really just about, it's not about everybody else. They're not going to like you. They're always going to have something to judge you on. You know what I mean? They're going to judge you if you're big. They're going to judge you if you're small. They're not going to, you know, do this for you. And that's it. Is well, really that's the like the, Christina, other people's opinion on, of you is none of your business. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I totally get this and I love this saying too, but I think because we're all just so messed up from all the years of dieting, you know what I yeah. mean? And being consumed with it and really working hard and spending money and time and energy to achieve this thing. And like I talked about this in the live this morning, it's still like a billion dollar industry. Like the, the diet industry isn't losing any steam here. Like there's more diets out there. People are spending even more money, but then all of a sudden it's not cool because diets don't work, right? And if they do work, it's because you've done something weird or, you know, extreme in order to lose your weight. And then there's this whole camp of like, I love that love yourself camp, but like, who's not trying to lose weight these days, especially after the pandemic? Like it's such horse shit. And to the point where I think, well, what if you do want to lose weight? What if you gained weight for whatever reason, and now you're feeling uncomfortable and tired and you want to lose your weight? It's like, there's no, and that's why I think why I'm so crazy pants about this being a safe space around here. I think like that's why I'm extra crazy because it's not a safe space out there. It, you know, you can have your aunt, your uncle, whoever, your friend, who, who drags you about being fat your entire life telling you, you need, you're going to eat another cookie or, you know, you should lose some weight or whatever. And then here you are doing all these healthy things, trying to actually lose weight in a healthy way, showing up every single day, doing it the right way. And everyone starts ragging on you about, oh, you're losing too much weight or you're not being healthy. And it's just like, come on, the same people who ragged on you your entire life about needing to lose weight are now ragging on you because you can't. And, you know, you, we, I totally get back to the point of like other people's opinions are none of your business, but they still, you still feel that. You still feel that, you know what I mean? And I think that's sort of the issue is how do you deal with that? Like, yes, stay focused on yourself, show up and do what you need to do. But did you have to say anything to anyone? Like, let's talk about conversations. Did you, did you, did you, did you just oh, sort of like oh, lie? Oh, I, did you? Oh, yeah. did you? I, I definitely said stuff. Yeah. I'm going to just say, I'm just going to circle really? back. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Smell the tea. Smell it. Oh, yeah. I said stuff. And I'll tell you that in a second. I think that what it is, too, is that, we're our mind, we're always, you know, when we're overweight, we're always, it's like being a smoker. You always want to be a non-smoker, right? But you're a smoker. It's the same thing. It's kind of like that, right? So you're always obsessing kind of how you're looking like in your own head, even if you don't, you know, say it out loud to everybody else. So that, so when you do go and you're like, I finally made a difference and like, I feel so great. And somebody's shitting on you about it. It really, as much as you're like, I love myself, everything's great you're just kind of defeated. And I think that 
like for me, I'll tell you what I, what I did say. Cause I went, I went hardcore. I was like losing it. But, um, but I did, I think that what hurt more was not when people were judging me for what I was doing or what I looked like. What hurt more was me going out with a friend of mine, sitting in front of her for three hours at a dinner and her not saying one word when I have it already lost 80 pounds. Yeah, I think that hurt because in and and like, again, who cares? You're doing it for yourself. It doesn't matter. But you're like, oh, I'm going to go see my friend. You know, I'm going to see her. She hasn't seen me since I lost all the weight. It's so exciting. You go to dinner and you're like, hey, how's it going? Thinking like, hey, yeah, you look great nothing okay all right maybe maybe it's because of my bulky jacket so then you go into the restaurant really right you go into the restaurant you take off your jacket you're like yeah hey hey how's it going look at me you know nothing three hours sitting in front of me and I'm like I'm like really into this program and what's happening and what I'm doing here and I got nothing and that was really hard so at first you know a lot of the uh a lot of the negative comments came from my family um, and that wasn't very easy. Um, but with my family, I was able to say whatever I wanted because at that point I was like, I don't care. And, you know, I think that a big thing was, is that, you know, because David lost so fast and because of what was happening with his heart and we were kind of in and out of the hospital with him, you know, his family was, was very much like, Oh, well, he's losing too much. He's losing too much. And I'm like, well, what do you want him to do? Like, you want him to go back and eat burgers. You want him to eat, you know, ice cream at nighttime. Like, what are we doing? We're giving his body what it needs. When we tell the doctors, like, look at this menu. This is the kind of what our day looks like in food. They're like, okay, so it's not that. Like, that's not the yeah. issue at all. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting there and telling the doctors and they're saying that everything's great with when it comes to the food and what we're doing health wise. Yeah. And then I come home and, or I come to a party and then they're like, oh, well, you know, you, you really like, you're killing him with this diet. You're killing him. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I did. I, I, I said a lot of things. And with that friend, I said it later on. I didn't say it that day. Um, cause I really, it hurt me. I and went, I left say, and I remember getting say. into that car and crying and calling David and being like, she didn't even say one word like one word about what I look like, you know, uh, later on, I did mention it. And I was like, No, I'm like, that was not okay. You know, it hurt me so much. It was super impactful. And she was very much like, yeah, you know, it's the change, it really threw me off. Like, I didn't really know how to how to how to um, approach it, whatever, whatever. And I'm sitting there going, I was so proud of myself. And it was super clear. And I know that you know that and my Instagram was full of Gina Livy. Like I, I know you know that I was proud of what I was doing here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And why didn't you say anything? And she really honestly she didn't have an answer. And I think that that was answer enough for me to know that it was totally her issue, right? Ah, I think that's it. I think that's the whole point of that quote, you know, is that we know it's their issue, but it doesn't make it any easier on us. Like sometimes people don't say anything because they don't want to jinx you. Sometimes it's because of their own thing. Like they know that, you know, they're just makes them feel ways. They don't even know how to deal with it. So then they say nothing about it. I love Virginia's quote. It was just up on the screen a second ago. We always put more weight, no pun intended, on other people's opinions versus our own. Like we are just wired that way. Do you know what I mean? We take that one thing and we just fixate it. And, you know, didn't you, you posted something. Was it you who posted something on Instagram? And it was that empty room. And you're like, this is a room. Was it you? This is a room full of all the people who, what was that quote? All, all the people's who uh, who opinions matter to you. And it was an empty room. It yeah. was like, these are the, the people who you have to put weight onto their opinions or whatever. Like, don't yeah. worry about it. They don't, you know, David always, David has the funniest Colombian sayings. I think I've said some to you where you're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, no, that's the saying. <laughs> um, but he, he always says that, um, like one of the things he always says is, is no one pays our mortgage. No one pays yeah. our rent. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. So that always sticks to me. Like you walk outside and you're like, you know, there's always going to be people judging you. Yes. There's always going to be people. It doesn't matter. He has all these like fables and stories with, that he tells the kids, you know, like that it doesn't matter what you do. You're always going to be looked at wrong. So yeah. at the end of the day, you can't put weight onto people's opinions. You yeah. just need to be, you know, and, and that and it's easier said than done. I, I, you know, I say that so confidently now. Um, but back then, like I said, I broke down in the car. So I totally appreciate the the challenge of all that, you know what I mean? And trying to navigate, especially friends that 
friends or family that you're really close to, like, you know, a spouse, I, I think about like, I'm so lucky to have David to have supported yes. me, but yeah. there's people who, you know, their spouses are like, you've changed, you've this, yes. you know, all yes. this stuff. And that's mm-hmm. like, that's a whole yeah. nother layer. That's, that's, that gives me shivers. That, that's tough, you know? And, and the thing is, is that you need to make that decision. I mean, you did this for yourself and you need to be proud of what you're doing and you're not, you're not changing your morals and values and deep, you know, dark, like personality, but you are changing and you're allowed to change. I think you, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable for some people. I love what you said about spouses. I want to bring Angie on in a minute. Um, I want to talk about spouses because um, not everyone has a supportive spouse and Mm -hmm. not everyone is doing it with their spouse. And it's so amazing. I've worked with so many couples. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite things to do, but I think that's why it's so important that this, with this community for everybody. And I think that what makes our, our program really special is that it is safe and it is supportive and you know for you nothing is worse than feeling alone when you're in a house full of people or you know this whole process is so different than any other diet that's out there that kind of people don't really get it like they you go out and you have you know lunch with uh, lunch or dinner with someone and you're like you know how can you eat so little well what they don't know is you're satisfied on that portion probably because you just had 10 snacks earlier (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean because you've done work to be really in tune and people just really don't understand that i think that's why you know what makes this group so special is is that like we kind of get it we know what you're doing we know how hard you're working one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, I do want to bring on uh, Angie, um, if she's ready to roll. I want to hear from her and her journey. Um, so uh, I want to hear from her and how, because she's lost her weight now and she's struggled. I think she's done like four groups um, at this point. I think she's, this is probably, I'm assuming her first holiday season. It's not her first rodeo with this group, her first week nine. So I'm excited to hear from her. So if we can just bring on, um, if we can uh, bring her on, I think that would be, that would be Ah, it looks like we're having technical issues, perhaps. Let me see what my team's saying about this. Um, chats. Uh, we're using a new platform, so we have a whole like team behind the scenes doing all the stuff and getting everybody ready. Okay, so let's uh let's uh let's go into some of the comments. Love the new screen format, so colorful. Yeah, we're always trying to level up, you guys. We're always trying to level up, we're trying to do stuff a little fresh and new. We're never gonna stop. <laughs> we're never gonna stop. Um, at least we're getting on. We're happy with the fact we're getting on. Hi, Vicky. Um, hi everyone. Uh, so Claire, you guys can um if you want, so this is a new platform called Steam. Uh, what's it called? Steam room? Steam? Steam? No, yard? Steam Yard. Steam yeah. room. It's <laughs> <You're> so funny. <laughs> so we're in the steam room. <laughs> so I'm assuming Vicky, because Vicky, I don't know, Vicky might use Steam Yard. Uh, steam yard. Vicky, um, Vicky's one of our members. She does a whole bunch of crafts, just like actually Angie. If we, can, if we can get her on here and see her video, you should see her office. It's like so organized, all of her craft stuff. So if you are using Steam Yard, that's why you can see like some people's names are actually coming up uh, and you can see them. And then everyone else says like Virginia here. Thanks to WLBG for everything you do for us. And then other ones are like Facebook users. And then those are people who aren't actually registered with Steam Yard. I mean, you don't like this one. Psych for Virginia. So perfect examples. And then this is Drew behind the scenes. Uh, Drew is the one who's doing all the graphics and stuff and directing us behind the scenes um, with that. So let's get, let's get back and talk about week nine. And I'm Assuming Drew will just get um, Angie on uh, as soon as he has an opportunity to bring her on. 
So week nine, rolling into week 10 is really important because it takes us into personalizing the plan. Let's talk about that. Let's give some, gives people an insight on personalizing the plan and what that's all about. And the first thing I want to say is personalizing the plan is still very much doing the plan. Yes, but it's so much bigger and deeper than that. And it's funny because personalizing the plan is something that, you know, was always, was really exciting for me because I think it was fearful because I liked, I liked, you know, staying in a box. Um, yeah. So personalizing the plan is more about, you know, you're you, you trusting your own intuition. And like I said to you, I don't feel like I trusted myself at that time. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? But, but, you know, I think that it's really great because I think that once you get used to it, it does take a minute. Um, you just, you know, because, all you're really doing is you're taking all the foods and doing all the things and you're putting it all together. So you don't have like a food plan. So, you know, you obviously you're still going to start with your high protein breakfast because that's obviously going to get your body working harder from the get go. Right. Um, yeah. But then, you know, for your morning snack, you can let's say you're really thinking about vegetables. You open your fridge and you see vegetables with, you know, a hummus and you're really feeling that for morning snack. You can have that. You can have your yogurt. You can have your nut snack. You can have kind of any, any of the foods that you're, you're currently eating on plan. You can have just at different times of the day. So it's really nice. I think that the structures, the, the lack of structure, even though there is a lot of structure, it's all the structure. I, it's all the structure yes. So did that freak you out? Like, so, so just to get a heads up for people. So personalizing the plan is where you're literally doing all the things. You're still following the guidelines, going high pro, pro, higher protein in the morning, still not eating late at night, still drinking your water, still maximizing, still asking the four questions, still not letting any more than three and a half, you know, uh, sorry, a half hour to three and a half hours go by without it. You know, check in at breakfast, check in at morning snack, check in at lunch, check in at both of your afternoon snacks, check in at dinner, assess your situation. Are you hungry? Do you need to eat? Should you eat? But more so than that, because we're going to leave that and go into that. How are you feeling about, because this is what I want to prep people for, that whole personalizing the plan where you perceive that you can just do whatever you want. Did that freak you out? It did, because it was out of my, it was a totally out of my comfort zone. It was totally out of my box. So it was yeah. very, very freaky. Um, but I think that once I got the hang of it, it ended up being so great because uh, like, you don't really, you know, it's like this, this week when you get those guidelines and you're looking at all the different things and you're like, Oh, I can change this up. Oh, I can add this and I could do this. You know, you're kind of like, Oh, okay. That's kind of freaky because you're out of this, this comfort zone, but this is really just a step to get to that personalizing the plan yeah, where you really yeah. literally all the things that you've just learned, including all the mind body connection, including all of the maximizing, including all the troubleshooting and the, and yeah. doing all the things you literally get to just put it all, to, put it all in practice. I think at first it's, it's, you know, it freaks people out, but yeah. I think, you know, that's why you try, you want to try to keep it as simple as possible. And I think that the, really the takeaway is trust your body because all that work that you've done, yeah, there's a reason like, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you, you, you've got to trust your body at that point because you've done all this work. You've worked through the steps. You've understood it. Even if you haven't been perfect at it, you understand the information you've gone through the information. You know what I mean? Whatever you're it, it's, it's the best part. Personalizing the plan is the best. Once you really get the hang of it, it's the best. I find that it was easy for me to follow. It, I felt like I was able to, I felt like I lost more personalizing the plan just at that moment, because I think that I was even listening to my body another layer farther. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Angie's in the waiting room. I think Drew is, is writing. I just want to throw that out there. Bring her out whenever she's ready. You and I yeah, are here. Finally. I'm so excited. <laughs> Look at your room. I was telling people when she comes on, you got to see her office space. It's like, look at you. You're so organized. You're so colorful. I love, I love your space. I love your space. Thank you. Thank you. Now, do you know Vicky? Do you? Do yes. You know yeah. I've known Vicky for decades now. Right, Vic? Stop. Yeah. Yes. I love Vicky. I should say my buddy. Yeah. So do you guys craft together? Because we've had Vicky on a, a previous Spill the Tea segment. She's like a superstar in the craft world. Do you guys do you craft together? Do you say up? Do you craft we do, together? We do events together. Oh. So uh, we both uh, do events for a card making uh, magazine company. And um, so that's how I've, I've known Vicky for like a long guys, time. 
you guys should do it. We should do a crafting thing on here. I know it's weight loss, but it would know. be a lot of fun. We yeah, would have and, fun. And is it is it helpful for stress? I would imagine it's helpful for stress release. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Like even right here, my daughter is coloring right beside me. So <laughs> she absolutely loves it. And you have very artistic kids. So, you I know. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Between yeah. that and my Lego, I have no stress, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, let's, let's talk about you. I do want to, let's get in and talk, talk about your story, but we want to talk about week nine. Anna and I were just discussing week nine, personalizing the plan. Um, you know, uh, what, what's your thoughts on week nine? Is it, you, are you, how many times have you done the program? Uh, this is my fourth time doing the program. Okay. So you're very familiar. What, what are yes. your thoughts on week nine? I love week nine because you can, you can eat more, well, meat. <laughs> yeah. Right. And fats. But I find that with week nine, I need to actually make a plan for myself. Mm. So to have things in advance. So a lot of um, food prep because yeah. I really love my, my veggies yeah. more than I love protein, even though oh. you can get, you know what I mean? So I think I need to like prep and have a, have things in my head saying, okay, so this is what I'm going to have for the week. Like okay. if I'm going to do eggs or boiled eggs, I have them ready to go. Yeah. Like I keep forgetting, I'm following along in the program. I keep forgetting my protein and fat with my fruit snacks. Yeah. Like so I'm just like, oh shit. And, and it's, I can add cheese and I freaking love cheese. I know. I'm just so into where we're at and forgetting to add it in. I was just yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so how does it work body wise for you? Like, is it, do you, do you, do how do you feel about this week? Uh, I, I, I still think about what I'm eating in portion size, mm. right? So I don't overeat. Yeah. Right. And I think that helps me a lot because it is a lot of heavier foods yes. you're having. Yeah. So I, I always talk to myself going, is this the right amount? Yeah. And I'm one of those people that um, if it is too much, I'm going to leave it on the plate or I'm going to put it in for leftovers. So Were it's you, not. Did you, did you ever have an issue with food waste issues? Was that, did that ever used to be a thing for you? Uh, no, because my kids love leftovers. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> no, save that. Save those potatoes <laughs> off that plate. <laughs> okay, let's let's get in and talk about your story. How did you hear about us? Like, what's your what's your journey? What's your story? Give it to us. Fill the tea. Okay, the tea. so my a tiny kid. Like, I think when I was like like 20, I was under a hundred pounds. Okay. So I never really had a weight loss problem. I could eat anything. I could eat all the junk food, never gained anything. Yeah. And then I got married mm. and that mm -hmm. was it. <laughs> yeah. Where, where'd she go? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the rest. <laughs> Tell me more, I know. <laughs> That's when the weight just continued on when I was in my thirties and I had my, my son kids, and okay. even though I was very active with my son, cause he was all over the place. Um, the weight would it'd be up and down, up and down, but it, it wasn't one of those things that I would look at myself and go, Oh, you need to lose a lot of weight. Okay. Right. Um, and then the years went by and then we moved into this house. I was in my 40s. And my thing is, when you're in your 40s, you're either going to get pregnant or you're going to be a grandparent. Okay. And I got pregnant. Oh, After wow. 18 years of marriage, we never thought this would happen. But it did. Oh, and then I gained I, and then I gained 40 pounds with this baby. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. And even the doctor said, oh, you know what? You're going to have a, a big child. It's going to be at least 11 pounds. And then because he saw the size of my husband, right? He's like good German stock, six, three, big man. Yeah. Right. And he looked at him and said, oh, yeah, you're definitely having an 11 pounder. And I'm like, I'm only five, two and a half. I'm <laughs> not having add. no big child. <laughs> and of course, my babies are tiny. They're like six pounds, six, not six and a half pounds. Right. Yeah. So uh, a lot of it was water weight that came yeah. off 
Yep. But then slowly through the years, it started creeping back up and yep. up. Yeah. And then COVID happened and mm. then the bread happened. <laughs> the did, bread you bacon, happened. did you everyone was baking bread during everyone you... was baking bread? My daughter and my son love to bake yeah. tons of things. Yeah. So there was always a treat in the house. There was yeah. always candy in the house. You didn't do anything but eat, I think, eat all day. And I think yeah. I gained over COVID at least 20 pounds. Yeah, it's people really underestimate the stress because like I was running a group when, you know, when um, the pandemic hit and like half the yes. people fell off and just now we had this time, but no one had the capacity. And then I was keeping old groups open just for kind of support groups. And, you know, I had a group where people had been, you know, for two years easily maintaining their weight. And then all of a sudden the pandemic happened and everyone's like, I keep gaining weight, I keep gaining weight and I'm doing all the things I'm getting back on track. And then I was like, no, no one was talking about the stress. Yeah. And so this is, you know, you're talking about a person who, you know, when you're young, you had a really high metabolism, eat what you want, do what you want. Your body had no need to store fat. So you could eat the things, do the things, and your body just didn't. And then as you get older and you have a family and you have jobs, you start going longer periods of time without eating. You start higher stress. You have kids. You pr start prioritizing everyone else above your own needs. And that's just where, you know, the weight just comes on and comes on on and comes on and comes on right like that's you know you get into your 40s and having another baby also the stress of all your life your house yeah. your, family, your kids your jobs your whatever on top of that do you know what i mean it's just like that's what really just you know that stress you cannot under and then you add a pandemic to that oh my goodness yes yes so then through the pandemic uh vicky was actually doing her lives oh yeah and she had done a group um with Gina with you already and she was telling us all about it yeah and it was like well what do I have to lose yeah let's join and if Vicky's in there it's going to be a party yeah I think so, Vicky I don't know how many people she's brought with her right she oh is a my whole, gosh a whole party of so people many yeah there's so many friends in here it's unbelievable oh it's so fun yeah so so then the first the first uh, group I did, it was really good. Like, I mean, things were just moving for me. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't notice too much of my body losing. I, I definitely noticed my face shrinking. I think yeah. at the time I had three chins. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely noticed the shrinking of my face. Yeah, which which I love because I would wake up in the morning and go, oh, my God, like, why do I have so many chins? Yes. yes. Right. So that was a definite plus for me. And I've I only lost 22 in that group. But the second group, when I when I did the second group, um, I found it a lot harder. It was yeah. more of a mental game. Yeah. But the non-scale victories were like piling up. Yes, that's I when that. I started seeing like I could actually see that um you know that my belly wasn't right underneath my chest yeah, I can actually see a little bit of slimness yeah. and I find that that's what's keeping me going is that I wake up in the morning and go oh that looks different and yeah. in my 50s I just thought okay you know what you're gonna put on a bit of weight with menopause and and whatever and the doctors always said ah you're just getting older right oh, this is this favorite. is what happens oh, i love that right love that. so yeah, so i found that that switch in my in my body was just totally something unexpected yeah. and i'm so delighted about it that that makes that. me so happy nice so you did the first, and let me, I just do have to, I do have to say, here's Vicky, it's a mental game. It's why people need to be here to do all, yeah, it's all the yeah. diet stuff. I do have to say like what, 22 pounds in your first group though? Like that's amazing. I can't let you get away with saying only because it's yes. amazing. But I love what you're sharing about the fact that you can lose that weight. The body needs to take time to solidify that weight. And that's where you're really seeing all those changes. It's so frustrating. I know you want to, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, have it work weight scale wise the same, but it's still working, you know, yes. that's when your body's just taking time to adjust. So then what happened on your, what happened in your third group? What was your third group like? The third group, uh, nothing happened. Oh. I don't know what it was. Um, I just felt that I was trying, but I, I think my body was trying to solidify, 
solidify whatever I was, uh, what I've, what I've lost. Yeah. Right. So I was still seeing the changes in my body, okay. but I was not seeing the scale move. Right. Right. So then, and I would get upset and going Come on, like, you know, you're up and down and up and down and up and down. Nothing's moving. I would drink more water. I would have more leafy greens. Um, you know what to do. You know what to do. You know what yeah. to do. You, you, you know how, you know how it's done. So I can yeah. imagine that's very frustrating. Yeah. So then I would just like, okay, you know what? It's just a tool. It's just a tool. And I had to train myself to thinking, Angie, it's just a number. How do you feel? Like I would ask myself the questions. How do you feel? Like, you know, when you look in the mirror, that's what I want to see something back where the yeah. scale, I can look at the scale. That's yeah. not what people are seeing. Yeah. Right. They're not seeing that number. So I think that is what's keeping me going. Right. And then, um, yeah. So can you, look, can you look back though and see how all of that, that what you went through factors into your mindset now and where you're at? Like, are you able to yes. see that, that that's a perfect part of your journey? Cause I mean, you know what, you know, finally and forever, we're always talking about that. Yes. Like that's the end game, right? Like physically, mentally, all of that. Cause you know, it's trying to get people to understand that, that this is all part of the journey. Like, you know, life getting in the way, doing the things, your body needing to focus on what it's focused on, all the stuff, mentally stuff that you're working through. Like it's all part of that. Can you, can you see that? Can you see that clearly now? Can you, is that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I wake up and I know exactly what I need to eat. I know exactly, like, I don't have to question, oh, what should I have for breakfast? Let me go and look at the plan. Yeah. I know exactly what I need, what ingredients I need to create my breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Like it's all embedded in my head. I think, I think you need like a few groups um, yeah. just to solidis solidify your thoughts, right? Yeah. So this way you go into every day going, okay, this is my plan and I know what to do. Like there's no, there's no room for failure if you know what to do. Yeah, well, it's that. I think it just all becomes second nature at that point. Okay, so tell us this is this, then this is your first, this, this is your fourth group. Yes. And how's this group been going for you? Uh, it's been going good. Um, yeah. Other than I was sick for four weeks. Oh my God. What? So I'm behind. I'm on only on week five right now. <laughs> okay. And what's that like for you? Uh, did every other group, did, were you staying on top of the group? I was staying on top for every group, and then the kids got sick. And then it was just like, and it wouldn't leave me. It left them within a week, but yeah. the sickness stayed with me for four weeks. Oh, wow. So what was that like for you? Cause that's your first experience working behind the group. So how is that different? Yeah. How, uh, that it's, it's a little iffy because I do watch the lives in the morning. So then yeah. I'm like, oh, where am I? <laughs> what are they talking about? Okay, Which well. is nice to know ahead of time, like yeah. what's like what to expect. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I try to stay focused within the week that I'm in. Yeah. Are you using the app? I'm using the app sometimes, but I'm, I like to journal. Okay. You're old school. So I, yeah, I like to write things down because I like to look back at it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so, so we are working on that journal feature. We are actually working on a new feature with the app where you're going to be able to look back and reflect. So it's definitely going to like sort of mimic more people. Ann and I are posting note girls. We we have like, we have like, we have all these. Yeah. We can just keep gathering them all yeah. day long. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> We're legit. So old school. So, so, so you're in week five. You, how did you, how did you manage the sickness? Have you needed to use the sickness protocol before? Uh, I used it once, but it was only for a couple of days. And then I, I just picked up where I left off. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this time it's a little different, but um, yeah, I think, I think it's going well. Yeah. You're feeling better? Yeah. Much better, much better. Yeah. And I hope not to get it for the rest of the year. It's <laughs> 
job. Who says, yes, Angie. Uh, Angie is so right. I'm completing my second group of solidifying after he hitting my goal. Mental work for sure. Yeah, I mean, the first time, and I'm sure you can attest to this, real physical experience. Second time, real mental experience. Third time, sometimes it is about having the body catch up. And, yeah. and you know, this is where you're starting to recognize you also, you know what you need to do. Life kind of getting in the way at this point. Did you ever struggle with prioritizing yourself for so long? Like four groups is a lot to maintain that staying power of consistently showing up and prioritizing yourself do you struggle with that at all uh sometimes i do uh, uh sometimes the anxiety gets to me from work or uh personal issues yeah. and that's when um i shut down i like i don't eat i just sleep all day yeah. um and then once i get back to it then i have like these hungers that i need to just eat whatever is in my path yeah. And then I have to slap myself on the hand and just get back to, you know, a couple of days of back on track and then it's all good again. Yeah. Back on track. So this is a technique that we're going to introduce next week. So week 10, we're going to introduce next week, uh, back on track for all of our new members, which is a technique yeah. you're going to be able to use whenever you go off the rails, you find yourself indulging. We're going to have a technique that you're going to be able to implement, you know, to kind of help your body recover from that and pick up where you left off. I want to talk about um, Instagram because I, I sort of follow you on Instagram. What is your, what has it been like sharing your journey over there? Because that's not an easy thing to kind of put yourself out yeah. there and to be sharing your journey along the way. Yeah, I have no problem sharing myself with people. I think with what I do for a living, I think you need to to be out there sharing uh, and um, promoting yourself. Yeah. Right? Um, so I have no problem sharing that. And I absolutely love food. And I think since I've been on this program, I've eaten amazing food yeah. compared to what i used to eat before what i used to eat before it was good but it was blah yeah but now i find that i can my taste buds are just way better now yeah 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 like it's the a, food is just so changer. good yeah, it's it's. A, I think it's a massive game changer. We were talking earlier. I don't know if you were in because you might have had some technical issues, but we were talking about people's reactions to your weight. Have how's how have people's reactions been to your weight loss? Uh, as soon as they see me, they notice yeah. and they congratulate me. I see. I'm I'm a homebody, so I only see my family. Yeah. And then when I do see friends and family, they notice right away. Yeah. And has they it been noticed. primarily a, a, a positive experience for you? Always been positive. I nice. My family is extremely positive and happy, like supportive for, for anything I do. Oh, that's really nice. Oh, I love that. I love that yeah. insight because, you know, Ann and I were just bitching about it. So it's always nice. <laughs> yeah, system yeah. out there as well you know yeah yeah my <laughs> husband supports me my kids other than they're making breads and cookies support me <laughs> and i'm telling you they make bread weekly these children it's how they show love it's how some people show you think love. so <laughs> <laughs> i think so okay i'm just mindful of the time let's talk about let's talk about um your favorite week of the program what's your favorite week of the program uh, personal personalizing the plan. Yes, I absolutely love it. Oh, I love hearing this. Why? Because yeah. I know that obviously people who've done the program know it's coming up. But for our new members, because it can be unnerving for people. But why do you love it? Why do you love it? I think because I'm a foodie, so I just like to like test myself. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So I will. I I just find it just easy. I think you need to. Um get into the habit anyways yeah, yeah. right so yeah. and it's not as constricting yeah. right so no. i i don't know i just i love personalizing the plan <laughs> yeah. how do you um someone is asking um i think you're what 35 pounds down at this point yes yes and are, where are you are you good where you are are you still working towards more where are you i'm at? still working like i'm an apple shape and even my like my brother is like in his 60s and he's tiny and he's an apple shape i think it's just genetics yeah um so i would like a smaller apple <laughs> <laughs> Apple. someone give me a smaller apple <laughs> I love and it. i will be i will be very happy but i mean 
even just last week, I bought a jacket going, there's just no way the size is going to fit me. Yeah. And I put it on and it was like looser and I've never been that size in like decades. Oh my goodness. I love it. Yeah. It's so, just it's your body. It's your body like solidifying and changing, right? Yes. Like that you're working hard to repair and rebuild all of that. What are your tips for with where we're at right now for people doing the program in week nine? What are your tips? Uh, definitely meal plan. I think, um, it's easy to just, um, cook a whole bunch of things up and then this way it's easy to grab, yeah. especially those snacks. Yeah. Uh, if you want like eggs or I don't know, just put them in little containers, put them in your fridge. Mm -hmm. Um, then you can just grab and go. I think that makes it easier. Um, and then still think about your portion sizes, asking the four questions. Yeah. Um, just because we are, you know, eating more um, protein and fat doesn't mean you have to overindulge. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Right? You still yep. need to think. And and then my my one that I do every day is I talk to myself. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter who's around you. Talk yeah. to your plate. Yeah. Right. And make the best choices. Yes. Right. And I find that as many groups as I've been in, it's easier to know what the best choices are that you're eating. Yeah. And then um, so you feel good. And then this way it'll impact how you feel after you finish eating it. Yeah. I'm a big talking to myself kind of person. I talk myself through everything. I'm yeah. always talking. like, you're listening. That's the thing. Yeah. You are listening and talking out loud to yourself. You have the opportunity to do it kind of reinforces where you're at, especially when it comes to those portions, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, your overall success for the program. What, what would your piece of advice be to, let's say to new members who mm -hmm. are here, they don't know what personalizing the plan is. They, they're not sure, but they're hanging on by the skin of their teeth. What, what would be your advice for them? just keep showing up yeah yeah show yeah. up even when you're not in the mood to watch a live um mm -hmm. watch it later on in the day yeah because there's always little tidbits on what people are talking about in the feed mm -hmm. or what you're saying that is going to resonate with you and i find every live something comes up and i'm like is she reading my mind today or what <laughs> oh, yeah. right like honestly it's like <laughs> unbelievable and me and Anna were talking yesterday a lot of people are struggling with those leafy greens yeah honestly just dump it on whatever you're eating yeah don't like, be I put about spinach it. on everything spinach is my friend yes. and I put it on everything raw cooked get it in <laughs> get it in Grab those so leaves easy. and munch on some leaves if you want. Just get it yeah. in. Just keep yeah. showing up. Do, do what you need to do and just get yeah. them in. I love it. Um, Andy, thanks so much for joining us. I'm going to give our final word to Anna. Anna, what's your final, what's your tips for this week, week, uh, week nine? So I have a couple of tips, but I also want to take a few moments just to talk about round three, but I'll do that in a second. My tips for week nine. First of all, I love seeing the feed here. I'm looking at Vicky's butt butter, making me laugh in the back. <laughs> Um, week nine tips. Um, number one is keep it simple. Do not overcomplicate it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know it seems a really like it's, it, it can be overwhelming seeing all the different choices, um, yeah. that are available to you, but you know what, if you're comfortable where you're at, add that nut butter, add that cheese, that avocado to your fruit snack, and then combine your two in the in the back switch out your star of the show and call it a day right yeah. like you don't need to you don't need to reinvent the wheel here number two is pay attention to your changing hunger levels yeah, like i said i was super hungry for feeding the metabolism that fat and protein a, a little like slightly higher really does uh play into those hunger hormones that make yeah. you hungry um yeah. so pay attention to that don't just don't just call it a routine and I, I want to add one general tip, and that's really to speak to Angie's round three. I had a very similar round three. I had a very similar round one, and then a round two with the <laughs> mental game, and then a round three. But there was one thing that you said to me, Gina, when I asked a question in round three that really resonated, and I'd really like to just share it, yeah, is, okay. is that you're coming in with a totally different body. I know you say this all the time, but when you said it to me in that moment, I was like, yes. 
So yes, we know what we're doing. We know how to do it. We know how to be successful because we've been successful. But what we don't know is this new body that we're dealing with. So sometimes you have to totally, you know, you need to do it with a beginner's mindset, like Shalene's super wise words, you know, do it with a beginner's mindset. Go in as if you don't know it because your body is totally different and it's going to react in a different way. And you just have to give it a bit of grace for that. So I just, I needed to throw that out there because I felt yeah. the same way. I've been dying. I've been writing it down on my <laughs> post-its. Um, but, you know, I had to say it because, yeah, it, I, I think that we just need to remember that we're coming in with a totally different body. Yeah, that's a massive aha moment for us. I know a lot of people right now. And sometimes we get stuck on doing it the same way each time, especially doing it that first way that we know worked for us so we try to recreate that again and recreate that again it's a different season it's a different body you might need more water less water more protein less protein bigger portions smaller portions manage stress this time and last time you didn't need to move your body more this time and last time you didn't need to get more sleep this time and last time you didn't need to and that's not an easy thing to do because we just we know we know and it's just so comfortable and so even step, step out of your comfort zone that's what you need to do like if, if you feel comfortable in this process you probably need to just kind of, you know, step out of that comfort zone a little bit more. And to your point, you get to know your new body. Ooh, Anna, two weeks in a row with those aha moments. My it out there. I mean, I lived this. I lived this. I did this and I did it recently. And I have so much empathy for everybody, what they're doing. Like, this is a big feat. This is a big, big, challenging feat that you guys are giving your, like, this gift. As much as I can give to help you on this journey, I'm willing to give, you know, at the end yeah. of the day. You're here for it. I'm here for it. Thank you, Angie, for being Thank uh, you. here for it as well. I'm such a pleasure having you on. Until next time, everyone, have a great night, and we'll see you next Soliloquy or tomorrow during the live. <laughs> see you then. Bye. Everyone, thanks Bye. for joining us. <laughs> so fun. So. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.